0: And we're live. Welcome to the Protein Bites Podcast. I'm your host Adriano Rizzo Own a small boutique personal training studio in the Sutherland Shire in Sydney. Uh, I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm just here to educate you on all things, health and fitness, and hopefully uh, elevate your own understanding of yourself, your behaviors and how to navigate the uncomfortable world of the fitness industry. So, today's podcast and welcome everybody to all my five viewers. Welcome everybody. Uh, I wanna talk about a few basic concepts that really help people in their health and fitness journey because uh, otherwise you just make 10 years worth of mistakes and you're still in the exact same spot. So I wanted to talk about self-awareness, busy time versus effective time, long-term thinking versus short-term thinking, and the fact that Christmas is already here Uh, And it's already gone before you can even think about it. Christmas is gone now month of December is here and two days away and Christmas will be here and gone. And then it'll be Easter advertising and they'll be selling Easter eggs next. Okay. And now everybody comes to Christmas time and they pretend like it's like this like crazy magical time that they can't plan for anything. We're still opening Christmas. You can still exercise and eat well in Christmas. It is not an impossible time of year to do that. It's not an impossible time of year to actually look after your health. Uh, and to start making more intelligent decisions. Typically, what people like doing is they like throwing caution to the wind and self abandoning during Christmas time. And they're like, oh, Christmas, no. it's like, yeah, have a day, have two days, even whatever, eat whatever the fuck you want, no problem. Uh, but it's not an excuse to like just throw your health out of the window because this shit takes time. And I think uh, by the time you guys are like 60, 70 watching this now, you're not going to have really good habits in place once unless you go through the hard stuff you are going to be one of those 60 to 70 year olds that actually have their health in order you're actually going to be one of those really overweight 60 70 year olds that actually probably won't make it to 80 based on your current health circumstances and that's the sad thing these are the realities of what we're dealing with right now is when we have people that are 60 70 80 and have really shitty eating habits at 30 40 50 they don't go away you have to actually be, actively work on them I've built myself up for the last 14 years and specifically for the last year, I've been working on my eating behaviors, trying to keep stability as the cornerstone of my eating behaviors to reduce binging, to reduce, um, let's say for lack of a better word, um, self-abandoning perhaps through food. Um, And it's really helped me. So I wanted to talk about all those sort of concepts, especially around the time where most people need to hear this sort of stuff. So... going to touch on self-awareness and the idea is that you're not as good as you think you are so plan for that now if you plan for the fact that you're not as good as you think you are i think you'll be a lot more i know you'll be a lot more successful in your health and wellness endeavors let's say if you go out to eat and you're going to eat thai food and you're like hang on typically i i binge eat and typically this makes me put on a kilo or two. And typically I break even on weigh-in day when this happens. So if I have this meal, my typical, if I interact with this meal that I normally would typically, uh, I'm going to fuck the rest of my week. So it's like, okay, well, I'm not as good as I think I am. I can't burn off that kilo or two kilos worth of food that I typically gain from this meal or whatever it may be. It's obviously not one meal, but, you know, combination of things. Um, So what I should plan is to just have a, a, a Thai beef salad or or cut the rice out and just have the chicken satay skewers or whatever the fuck and move on with my day. The more we hold on to food, like it's a drug, the poorer we're going to do with anything. So a a big reason why I learned about my eating behaviors was I previously was interacting with with drugs and alcohol in a really unhealthy way, predominantly drugs. Um, And so I had to reflect and I had to do a lot of therapy and a lot of things to come out the other side of like why i'm using this to deal with my stress because i wasn't particularly using food too much to deal with my stress a little bit but not as much as like a friday would come along and i just want to go party to like blow off steam whatever that meant um and so with that understanding of myself i kind of extended that out to food and then i could understand my food eating behaviors better because once you can kind of dial in on who you are and you understand your your typical behaviors of I'll binge eat when I'm stressed or I'll binge drink when I'm stressed or I'll you know uh, go shopping when I'm stressed and you can figure out all these unhealthy behaviors and 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 the quicker you can get better get more effective at reducing the severity of those behaviors they'll never not go they'll never not go away you know what i mean there're always going to be a time where i'm going to want to binge eat. but it might happen once a year versus once every two weeks right there's always going to be a time where i'm going to want to you know go and get on it Um, but that might happen once every year versus once every weekend. And so it's just reducing the severity, the, and frequency that that sort of happens. Hopefully it'll never happen again. Uh, but it's not to expect perfection out of yourself. And I think that's where people go wrong. When you're going out for a meal, have a really good understanding that you typically interact with food in a really unhealthy way when it comes to, um, eating out. So, it's best to start now, best to start finding foods that you like. So, for me, when I go out and I go to like a pub, not a pub, but like a nice fine dining, like place like that, oysters are my go to. I love oysters and they're low calorie. So, then I can have my oysters and my cocktails, happy days. And I can have my oysters and my prawns and my cocktails, happy days. And I eat nice and light in conjunction with the cocktails. And it tends to like, you know, I can still lose weight the following week because I'm a bit smarter with, with my choices and I can stay on track and stay on plan. And a lot of people don't have that on loft, but it took me a while to get there. I had to find foods that I liked. I had to be more sensible with my choices, things of that nature. So there's always workarounds. But if you understand that you're not as good as you think you are, that you're not this like fat loss machine, because you're not, and that for every step that you walk into the forest, metaphorical fat loss forest, you have to walk back out. For every calorie you put on is a calorie you have to lose. For every gram of fat you put on is a gram of fat you have to lose, and you can't cheat that process. Every person that I've ever seen ever lose weight really fast puts it back on fast because they haven't learned the habits in order to keep it off. Now I've lost 10 kilos this year. And I've learned the habits to keep it off in 10 years. I did this with my body weight year round, but it just started at 121 kilos and went down because I realized it's not a short, sharp 12 week thing. It's gonna take me three years to get my 12, 20 kilos down in a way that I can become a different person. Once you can become a different person and embody the behaviors of somebody else, that's where you'll really succeed. And so I look at people like, if I if I think of my, my ideal body type is someone that can stay around 10% body fat year round uh, without actively really having to cut too much body fat to get to a desired weight, right? And so what that looks like is someone that probably orders one pizza, not two, probably someone who doesn't have the garlic bread, probably someone that doesn't have full sugar drinks, all that sort of stuff. If I think about who the person is, the behaviors that they, they exhibit, I'm like, okay, if they went out for cocktails, how many cocktails would they have? Well, they wouldn't just have a, a full fucking pizza and everything else like that. They'd probably actually have a couple of cocktails and some light, an entree or something like that if they wanted a drink, if they're playing smart. So what should you do? A couple of cocktails so you can play it smart. And that's where you need to start directing your behavior. Who do you want to become? Who's the ideal body type? And what would that ideal body type do every day? The quicker you can get down to those understanding that, the more likely you are to get that way, right? I I did this with bodybuilding when I was trying to get big. How do the big dogs do it? Mr. Olympia, how do those guys eat? Well, they eat like fucking robots. They eat the same shit day in, day out same meals, same everything, same training. And that for me, fuck me, I couldn't do it. So I worked out really quickly that that's not who I wanted to be because I couldn't do it. I just, I didn't have it in me. It it fucked my brain. I hated my interaction with food. It was really unhealthy. I, I didn't like it felt very stressed. Um, and so that was for me, that was my limit, but I'd rather be lean and athletic looking, um, and have that on my side and be healthy. Uh, you know, and and that be my thing for me. So that's where I sort of determined, figured out. Okay, well, um, you know, who do I want to be, and do my behaviors align with who I want to be? And my behaviors didn't. So my behaviors over the last year have started started to slowly align, and here we are. So all good things. Now, I wanted to discuss busy versus effective time. Now, this is a concept that a, a business mentor of mine, Jeff Jower, introduced to me. Jeff Dowart co founded Vision Personal Training, a really successful personal training uh, chain. And then I think he built also um, I forgot what it was, like Slim something shakes. he had a really like a hundred million dollar a year business with selling shakes and that sort of stuff. So he was a bit of a beast. But he talks about the principles of busy versus effective time. Now I want to I want to talk to you guys about this with regard to calm calories. Because a lot of people, oh, it takes too much time. Oh no, 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 The amount of time that you would spend bitching and moaning about calories or stressing about calories is like five times the amount of that, the time it actually takes to record it. Because you just want to deflect and you just want to make excuses as to why you're not doing the behavior. That's it. You're trying to put out that like, oh, it takes too much time. Oh, no, no, no. And it's like, you're just not, you don't care enough to do it. That's it, bottom line. You don't care enough to make the changes, sorry. You don't care enough to make the changes. Okay, so in that way, um, it's really important to understand that counting calories, if you are spending it being effective with your time, you're gonna dominate. If you're someone that can go, okay, counting calories takes 10 minutes out of my day, I better wake up in the morning and decide what I'm gonna eat. Cool, I'm gonna be here at this time, this time, this time. I'm gonna go here, here, here. Okay, cool, so it looks like chicken and rice for lunch, egg and bacon for breakfast, um, maybe a small McDonald's burger for dinner. And a soft serve, done, magic, day done, track it all, done, boom. Takes five to 10 minutes, not even that long, right? But we overcomplicate it in our head and we're like, oh, 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 because we're afraid of taking action because we're afraid of getting the results that we deserve, really. We're afraid of change. And as much as sometimes we want fat loss, as much as sometimes we want all that sort of stuff, we're afraid of it because we're afraid that we have to level up. If you have to lose weight, well, guess what? You can't gain it. You've lost it. And now it's like, it hurts when you gain it. You're like, fuck, all right, whatever. You know, like it, it's definitely a step back. And so you, you are forced to rise to be a different person. And a lot of people can't handle that. A lot of people pretend like they can, but they can't. Unfortunately, the 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 reality of losing weight has always been super simple. Eat less, then you burn off, that's it. Super simple, move more, eat less, move more, eat less. But people don't really wanna hear that sometimes. People who have 50 years of a backlog of shitty eating behaviors or poor relationships and interactions with food. So what do they have to do? They have to unlearn those behaviors by coming to someone like myself. So that is why um, I really make sure we do busy versus effective time. Busy time is that, Oh, I can't do it. Effective time is I took five minutes out of my day to benefit the rest of my day and the rest of my week. Pretty fucking easy right? Just get out your phone, punch it in, done. Um, So it's just important to understand effective time. This podcast takes 20, 30 minutes of my day. I could make excuses as to why I don't want to do it, but it's beneficial for everybody else. And it takes half an hour of my day. It's not a big chunk of time. Pretty, That's effective time, right? But busy is me going, oh, I think I'll plan it in for, and it just takes that much extra time to be conscious of it as like an open tab than it does to actually get it done. Most things that you commit to take two seconds. Training session takes an hour. What's an hour? You sleep through an hour. You'll scroll through an hour. You will happily, any one of you guys watching right now will happily, myself included, scroll for an hour and then go, I don't know where the time's gone. We could have trained for half an hour, driven to the gym and back in that time. But we'd rather not do that. So, Just being effective with your time is a very, very important strategy. Because if you can, let's say you can just be effective, you're nine to five, you get paid for that, whatever the fuck, even your fucking seven to five, let's say you get paid for that. Outside of those hours, what's that 10 hours? You got 14 hours, eight hours of sleep. You got six hours. Let's say you're effective for two of those hours. You've cooked, you've meal prepped, you've cleaned the house, you've tracked your calories. you got four hours, four whole hours to just jerk off and do nothing. Literally, you could just do this for four hours and and you'd still be very productive. <laughs> you'd still be on track for your fat loss goals. you did this. There's literally nothing's happening. So I just want you guys to know that like, if you're very effective with your time and you stop making excuses, uh, you can get a lot more done than claiming you're too busy uh, because that's just like, you're not. I know you're not. I know none of you are because I know I work my ring off and I've still got time. So if I've got still still got time and I can be honest, and you guys, I know a lot of you aren't working as hard. And that's fine. I'm not trying to like flex my flex my work hard muscle. But I know I'm in the studio from five AM every day and I know I finish at fucking eight thirty every day. And I know none of you are doing that. So if I can still find some time in my day to do extra shit, like make a podcast that I don't get paid for, or like do videos that I don't get paid for, you guys can definitely Set some effective time for 10 minutes a day to track your calories, to benefit your life, to help you live healthier, happier, and um, more functionally. let's say. Okay? So that's your busy versus effective time. Now, long-term versus short-term thinking. I touched on this, I think, last week or something. Um, it's better to do, let's say, one training session every, every week for the rest of your life then do three training sessions for 10 years and then stop training. So with fitness, nothing's perfect, right? You're never gonna be able to follow a plan to the T. You're never going to be as uh, on point every training session as you'd wanna be. But all that matters is you show up and you're consistent to the level that you can be consistent. Now, not trying and not doing is not good enough. But one session a week, mate, fuck i'm happy with that hey now for health benefits i think you need about three sessions a week two to three sessions a week is my recommendation is three minimum would be my pre- preference but if you're someone that's like you know what fuck it i like sorry it's like fuck it i go for runs and i do all this other stuff sweet one hour a weeks fine just most people don't want to um uh, don't think that that's enough and you couldn't be more wrong like i'd rather save a grand a year and put it in the bank, then nothing, you know, something is always better than nothing. And I think that people don't respect that enough. I think something's always better than nothing. And if you respect that idea and you work towards, look, so as, as I do a little bit, it's okay. Like with my fat loss goals, 10 kilos in a year, isn't a whole lot to some people, but that's a lot to me. And if I wait over two more years, well, guess what? I'll be 32. And I'll be under hundred kilos and I'll be lean. And I have a really healthy interaction with food built on the back end of three years worth of hard work and consistency. And I'll be where I want to be versus somebody that cracked it for 12 weeks, committed for 12 weeks, and then only got 12 weeks worth of results and they're back to square one and they hate themselves again because they weren't consistent. They didn't show up for themselves. So having that long-term thinking versus short-term thinking is really, really important. Okay. And the way you can overcome that is set really long term goals, who you want to be in five years, what you'd like to lift in five years, what your body fat would like to be in five years, how you want your ass to look in five years, whatever, but set a long fuck off term goal, far in the distance. Because one, you'll stop judging yourself for the fuck ups that you make during the week, like, fuck, I've been drinking every weekend, not my typical mode, but I've been really enjoying it been making business has been going really well, been taking myself out to dinners, taking other people out to dinners, loving it, right? Fluffing on it, living life. But is it that good for my health right now? Probably not. But is it gonna come to an end? Yes, it will. Am I a big drinker? Not typically, but I have been lately. So if if I was short terming that, and it was a 12-week period, and I was drinking every weekend, I'd be so guilt-ridden, like you're fucking this up, you're not even trying, what are you doing? And then now it's like, well, it's three years. I'm like, oh, fucking, like, I need to piss for two months because <laughs> I've got 36 months. There's 34 months left of good behavior that I can that I can chase. Right? Mm-hmm. So it, it 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 takes out the intensity of what you're feeling, and I can guarantee you're going to achieve your goal in five years versus you know 12 months uh, 12 weeks because the goals are still going to be there. Like if you hit your goal in 12 weeks, what's next? You are going to have another goal life just doesn't stop at a 12-week period i think that's what most people think like, like you build a business or you build a successful business or you like, like even if you made even if i made a hundred or a hundred million dollars or a million dollars wouldn't really get me far 100 million dollars is 100k a year for 10 years it's not very far and it's not a lot of cash you can't do much with 100 grand a year like you can't be you can't and if that's it if it's finite that's all you're getting it's silly. Whereas I'd rather be someone that can make over 100k a year and work towards that, so that I can make 200, 300, 400, 500k a year uh, every year recurring, but with a little bit of elbow grease and sacrifice the short term gain, so long term I can pay, I can I can win. So that's why long term thinking is always going to win versus short term. And if you're thinking short term, it speaks more to you as a person, and you should have a look at what's going on for you internally as to why you want it. you're such a short term thinker, um, and try your best to actually. Uh, commit to something long term, and go through the sacrifices and the pain to get there as well. Okay. Now, Christmas is here. My favorite, my most hated fucking time of year. I fucking hate Christmas. Fuck Christmas. Everyone gets so stressed. Everyone just fights with their family. Everyone pretends like it's a good day, and like, yeah, I maybe. Uh, no, I had to drive my grandma and my fucking. Uh, great aunt out last year or year before and I was fucking punished. <laughs> I love my grandma. She's like the sweetest lady. She's like so hardworking and like she's fucking rock solid. Like looked after my granddad for 50 years as he was a paraplegic. Like she's a good woman, you know what I mean? Like fucking old school, good woman. Um, but she's fucking the most negative person I've ever met in my life. She's just like Oh, mate, every time I see her, she just talks about someone dying in the family. Oh, Bob's, Bob's uncle's second cousin's dead. Yeah, he got hit by a car. Oh, Marie's garden's uh, burnt down. Uh, the thing, you know, it's just the list fucking goes on. Do you remember Jane's uncle's second cousin removed? or oh, lost his leg. <laughs> so in that aspect, I cannot be in a closed space with her for longer than... 10 minutes without wanting to cave my own head in. Um, But um, outside of that and outside of going to my brothers, who's a beautiful person uh, for Christmas, that was probably the best Christmas I had, I want to say. Maybe when I was growing up, I didn't really, wasn't really aware. I just kind of got presents. But outside of that, not a Christmas fan. So maybe that counts towards my bias for not really understanding or respecting the whole Christmas thing for people. I don't know. Um, However, it's already here. Three weeks away. And people like talk about Christmas like it's like this thing that's going to stay forever. You know, like a fucking, like a recession or even recessions don't last. Fuck. Like it, it's, <laughs> I just can't get over it. It's like people are ah, Christmas, Christmas is coming. You, you know what that means? It means you're going to stop doing shit for a week. Like relax. You still got to go back to work. The fuck are you talking about? Like, oh, Christmas is coming. Christmas is on the way. It's like. Yeah, bro, and it's a week off. Like, if if that Woolies is still open, Coles is still open, people, with businesses are still open, Westfield is still cranking. Like, no, it's so silly, and I just think I think a lot of people, um, I think a lot of people really, um <laughs> I think a lot of people uh, use it as a solid excuse to just like throw the baby out with the bathwater and just not even try. And I just hate that approach. Like, I just think it's so so flawed, but. With that being said, Christmas is here. It's already been and gone as far as I'm aware. But be- before you know it, Christmas will be done. It's three weeks away. What have we got? This week, next week. <clears throat> yep. And then it's here. Literally. We got, yeah, less than f- four weekends away. And so it's Wednesday tomorrow. Like it's, it's three and a half weeks. be gone. Be gone. So what are you going to do about it? Big question. What the fuck you're gonna do about Christmas being gonna cause your excuses, the ground is shrinking from underneath you. I remember I think at the start of the year or mid year, I had this lady reach out to me to lose weight, maybe like a year ago, and literally at the same time, and then next year, because I sent her like a follow up text message and I had the same phone. I could see like the text fucking chat. And it was literally me reaching out to her again, Hey, wanna lose three kilos in twenty eight days? This is how we can do it, boom, boom, boom. Still no reply. And I guarantee you she's going to be five or six kilos heavier next year. And then and this obesity epidemic and this overweight epidemic that we have in Australia and all over the world isn't going away. Fast food is getting more convenient. Uber Eats is getting more pre- prevalent. People are okay with the cost of it as well. Um, it's a shit show. And so more unhealthy food is becoming easier for us to access and we have to exert less uh, um, energy to go get it. And so that's that's number one. It's, it's still going to be there. It's still going to be problematic. And January 1st, it's still going to be there. Nothing goes away. You're not going to get smarter. You're not going to get wiser just by the passage of time going past you. In actual fact, you're probably going to get, it's going to be a, a day longer for you to, to stop your habits entrenching. It's going to be even longer for you to you know to do anything and get anywhere. Okay? Because the older you get, the more ingrained your habits become. The more those neural pathways just really fucking set in, yeah? And the less able you are at coming out of that without assistance. So as someone that's been training for 14 years and looking after their health the best they can for 14 years, I'd seriously recommend starting today on your health and fitness journey. Uh, There is no ideal time, no matter what you want to tell yourself. Um, If you're someone that's struggling with your weight right now today and you have been for 6 months, 12 months, it's not going away. You're not gonna get smarter. You're not gonna get wiser. Christmas isn't gonna help you. You're not gonna get over the hump of Christmas and get there lighter. You're gonna be more overweight, more entrenched with your habits, hating yourself even more. And in a darker place, I dare say, thanks to food and alcohol, indulging, okay? Uh, so yeah, just my take on Christmas. I think just start now, because it's gonna be gone before you can even think of it, and at least you'll be a month ahead, as opposed to, or oh, wait till Christmas is done, and then what? And then it's just gonna be a month later and you're gonna have a month more worth of fat to get off you because your eating habits are making you get fatter every day. Just saying. Hope this podcast helped. It's been a bit of a mishmash. I had a really, oh, really um indulgent weekend, <laughs> to say the least. So if the podcast is a bit <laughs> um not on point, forgive me. But I thought I'd best come on here, talk about a few key concepts with you guys and uh, tick it off the box. And I hope you guys have enjoyed what I had to say today. And I'll see you guys and talk to you guys on the next one. All right. Ciao, ciao.